0: Welcome back, yep. people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez, and my good friend, but
1: enemy of the moment, who's with me always. You know, you know, you know who it is. <laughs> it's your boy Cash a.k.a. Exact P. It's a, it's a great it's a great week to be an Eagles fan and even great week better week to be a potter.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I get what you're saying. I mean, I ain't never seen somebody so hyped for a loss. You know what I mean? But uh you seem to be hyped up this week. But before we go down that path, before we must go down, because I know we're going to go down the start and start it early, for new people who ain't never heard of the pod, don't know what we do, Cash,
1: can you please tell them what we are and what we're about? All right, man. I got you. Too easy. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast, a podcast about music, sports, entertainment, culture, each and every week, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's what you can expect. It's been a, a couple weeks since we we really got to pod, where it's just me and Prez just shooting the breeze. We had a lot of interviews, but for good reason, because there's a lot of dope artists out there. So we're blessed to be busy and for, for artists to reach back to us to actually you know tap in. So you'll get artists, you'll get entrepreneurs, you'll get people from all walks of life. And we definitely, definitely want you, the listener, reach out to some people that you think would be dope for the show, and we'll bring them on. Once we vet them, of course, you know we do have the right to refuse. Yeah. You know, all your man's ain't hot. You know what I mean? And we'll tell you just that. We 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 don't sugarcoat shit. So, but that's what we do each and every week. Episode one thirty one. I'm ready to get. I'm ready to get it popping, man. I'm ready to go, man. Got some dope albums that's been been dropping in the past couple weeks. Yeah,
0: that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna catch up today on some albums, the ones that's been like I said, we've been having artists on, so we ain't really got to like other albums throughout the week. So we got to probably about what three, four weeks of albums that haven't dropped that we haven't really spoke on, gave our opinions on. So we're gonna catch up on those. Uh, as well as you know, we, we got a a big rivalry game going on between us. You know, we we both like music. We don't like the same type of music. We both like football and other sports, but we don't yes, like the same do. teams. And every so often, <laughs> yes. they go neck and neck. You know what I mean? So, and this week is Raiders versus the 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 little birds over there. I mean, uh, they ain't got much fighting on the Eagles. Super Bowl
1: champion <laughs> in our lifetime. Philadelphia Eagles
0: in our My lifetime. Life. i I can't speak those those philadelphia can't speak nothing ill on that right there you know what i mean but i mean those super bowl victory is is back there you know moving forward y'all ain't got no look yourself
1: in the mirror (laughs) look yourself in the mirror i got this quarterback on right now wearing this jersey if y'all can see us in youtube land black quarterback especially especially after what happened with the raiders I don't really got to dig deep to let y'all know what I mean by that.
0: <laughs> okay. Jab strong. Jab strong. You know, but hey, hey, I got on my quarterback jersey as well. I got on uh, Derek Carr, a.k.a. War Machine. We got Tony Starks up there, you know, as Mike Mayock going and getting them the weapons. And he just fully load loaded up Carr this year. And, you know, he's got all these weapons and he ain't afraid to use them. He's coming out just striking hot
1: this year. We'll see how hot he is. I mean, he's kind of, you know. In a couple of hours. Yeah. And we'll be back. We'll be back. We're going to pause the pod and we're going to come back <laughs> on our separate pods and we're going to get the people what they want.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it may be the you, first, you first you time you off. actually you you, in you tears. You thought you got off. It
1: may be the first time you actually in tears you thought on You, this you pod. thought you got off on a pod the other day. You thought you got, you thought you got off, but nah, man. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. We come in a day. We come in a day. Oh, I, I just got to reserve it. I'm just going to reserve it. I'm going to keep it in the tuck cuz this ain't the podcast for that. No, no, no. This ain't the podcast yeah, for that. But let's let, let's get to the music. Let's get to the music. Let's keep it court. Let's keep for it now. court.
0: Keep. All right. So, uh we kind of been on different paths on the way we listen to music. I mean, we from different areas, so sometimes uh the the music choices kind of differ a little bit. So this week we're gonna hit it up a little bit different. I don't let Cash introduce like some of the albums that he's been enjoying over the, the past couple of weeks after he didn't got to filter out like a couple of the other ones, you know. Which ones would he rather like put people on and say, Hey, these are the ones that you gotta go listen? And then he's gonna turn around and do the same for me. So Cash,
1: which albums do you have? And then let's let's start discussing. Yeah, for sure, man. So I'm going to go down the list, man. So off the top of my head, you know, Wale just dropped this past week. That's been on repeat since it dropped on Friday. So we're recording this on a Sunday. What is it? April 24th. I mean, uh, it's it's October 24th. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm at in time. <laughs> but it's October 24th at this point. So, hey, man, look. But I've been rocking with the Wale. Definitely. I've played that probably six, seven times. At this point, he's one of my favorites, regardless of stature, regardless of sales. He's he's one of my favorite MCs, poets. So definitely been on for Lauren, too. I got my man, Neek Bucks. He dropped an EP as well. Young boy from Harlem. And I've, I've liked everything he's dropped so far. And I like what he's doing, especially messing with Benny and, and, and folks from Dream Chases. Like, you, you can tell you got the right people around him. So I, I've been listening to that EP. Got Luke. Loot drop, little brother influence. We'll kind of get into that as well. Maxo Cream, I'm rocking with that, and and there's more, man. Uh, shoot, uh, Dom Kennedy. So mm-hmm. yeah, man, and a bunch of little little singles here and there, man. But that's who really I've been rocking with the last couple of weeks.
0: So we're gonna save the Wale
1: and Goldmouth because
0: uh, uh, in the the Loot Goldmouth because uh, I got those on the in my little list as well. So. Let's start with the other ones. Uh, you was talking about Neef Buck. So tell us introduce the people who haven't heard of Neif Buck, like uh, who he is and uh his back catalog, how you got kind of introduced to him and then what 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 can they expect from this EP that he recently dropped?
1: All right, so Neek Bucks dropped the EP called Invisible Scars. So that, that's really that's what the name of the EP is. But I got hip to him back in I think January, February. This is again at a point in the game where you guys know where it's it's that opening part of the year, nobody's really dropping. So you're looking for for new people, and that's where I discover most of the artists. And sometimes a young artist can set the tone with me on how I'm going to rock with the music. So he dropped a LP called Neighborhood Hove, and with such a bold title, like I, I just had to had to listen to see what it was about off the title alone. So we checked it out, and lo and behold, this this dude really can rap and he's such a young dude i think he's probably 25 if that or a little bit younger but he's talking the type of veteran talk the type of uh uh uphill struggle that all all them, all the type of stuff the fly shit that i like to hear that's my that's my type of hip hop you know what i mean so he was talking that type of talk so I, I i've been following whatever he dropped ever since then so here's a couple months later here in October, he drops Invisible Scars and he continues to set the tone, continues to set the tone. So I've been I've been rocking with the whole EP, so I won't really give you any individual songs. But just to, you know, give you a little bit and tell you what to point to on Invisible Scars, I'd probably say part two is one of the joints on there where I was like, damn, this, this kid is really rapping about things beyond his years. You know what I mean? And I always like that. From a young guy. I, I don't liken him to Nas or nothing like that. But you know, you remember when you first heard Nas on Ilmatic, you couldn't believe that this dude was seventeen at the time, spitting those type of rhymes. And, and you could tell that Neek has people around him and he's kinda wise beyond his years and he's able to absorb whatever's going on around him, you know, with stuff like Die Young on this on his EP. He also has joints like Can't Believe You. Like it's six, six joints, it's clocking in at about 13 minutes, so before you even blink, it's over. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you left wanting more. So that's the type of EPs, that's the effect I think that you would like in an EP, right? For you to be done with the EP, but oh shit, we back on track one? Mm-hmm. That's when you know you've done your job. Two verses, nothing too crazy, good beats, I mean... I, what more can I say? This this kid is really good, man. And I think it's only a matter of time. He has the sound, has the bars for what people like nowadays as far as the, uh, the mainstream look. You know what I mean? So with that said, man, I highly recommend it. Like I said, he's from Harlem, New York. You know that that's where I'm from, even though I got this this Philly Eagles jersey on. I'll tell y'all about that. But if y'all want to learn more about that, go to Don't Sleep on the Eagles podcast. So you can learn more about how I became a fan. But that's neither here nor there. Shameless <laughs> the shameless. The, <laughs> the cross promotion is real, people. The cross <laughs> promotion is
0: real. Yeah, that's that's good, man. Like yeah, uh, but like man, I like, like what you were like saying said, on uh, Neef Bucks, like uh, like when you talk uh, akin to him to Nas a little bit, you know, that's that person like either they had they grew up fast. They, they lived a, a good little portion and you know, experienced some things that you probably experienced a little bit later in life of going through it. And are, they had that open ear and really listen and know how to relay those stories back. So either way it go is good. Like it's either, he had some, some, some rough life experience and grew up and, you know, kind of matured. So his, his raps, his lyrics are going to be something that equates to, The younger crowd and the older crowd, both in the same, one in the same. Or, you know, he heard those stories on the block. That's kind of how I've seen Nas. Like when Nas was like, when you was talking about like the 17 and, and growing up, it was just a... Either either way you want to put it, if you don't want to give him credit for going through it, or if you just want to say he heard it, either way it go, man, it, the, his delivery was there. Did
1: you get a chance to to get to it? I,
0: I I ran through it one time. I haven't went back to it, but I I know I will. I was uh, when you put me onto his project earlier this year. Uh, it was one of the standouts. Uh, so. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get back around to it, but no, it hasn't been in my rotation as of yet. But we'll get to why because I got some some other ones that snuck in, and it was hard to pull them out of that rotation. But we'll get into that. So uh, you said you had another one. It wasn't loot. Wasn't uh, Wale. Who was the other one? Maxo Cream, correct?
1: Maxo Cream. Maxo Cream. So my man Iggy. Shout out to Iggy um and, ha- and shout out to him on his project as well that that recently just dropped so we definitely gone at some point it's, it's only right that we have him on i just want to do his shit proper justice but he put he put us on to maxo cream even dropping something because maxo dropped like in the middle of the week i think it was like a tuesday wednesday randomly out of nowhere the project came and i hadn't known that he was he was going to drop anything but again i've like i've like this young man From the time he, I forget what the other project he dropped and what the name of it is. And I'll kind of go back to it and and look it up for you guys so I can give you guys what he dropped. But this one, man, initially I, I listened to it and I really was like, damn, where is he going with this? Because it started off a little bit slow with the intro and then the features came and then the content came. And then everything that I liked him for initially, which was those stories that he tells with, it's an unapologetic vividness. If I could, if I, if I could describe it a, a right way, you know what I mean. Like he's not really cookie cutter for what could have happened, what should have happened. He's telling you exactly what it is. It's to the point where he's just bleeping out actual names, <laughs> you know, because he's telling the story so so vividly. Perez, like I, I'm, I'm honest to God, truth. Like that's that's how it is, you know. So. You know, I, I really, really like that part of it because even if it's not, even if it's not a, a true story, shit, he, he he sold it to me on wax, mm. for sure. You know what I mean? He got joints like Mama's purse on there, talking about stealing out of his mama's purse, and then he got also a song called Trip on there, kind of talking about his brother getting murdered, and then in the story you got a guy that was supposed to be there to help out the brother and he don't know whether the dude was actually there to help out retrieve the work or help his brother live. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like one of those things where the story didn't match up once they sync back up later on after the fact. But like those type of storytelling songs, you know what I mean? You hate hate to hear it, that it happened in real life. But, you know, you like the fact that he's able to pour pour that into the music and to pull you in as a listener because, like I said, man, everybody could do – they could drop some bobs, some eight oh eights, you know, make you bob your head and shit sound good. But to me, a real artist really pulls you in with telling their story, and it's good, man. He got Freddie Gibbs on here, you know. I know that's one of your guys, so that might entice you. ASAP Rocky, both both of them shits smokers, both of them smokers, <laughs> both of them smokers. No, they no, they got ASAP Rocky on one and Freddie Gibbs on another. No, no, no. Okay. No, just just on a song a piece, and you got Don Tolliver towards the end on there, which is a really good song. So overall, it's a good body of work. It's one of those joints to where I definitely it's interchangeable. I could listen to it riding, I could listen to it in the gym, I could listen to it when I just get off of work. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just any setting you can listen to his music, and he has a song for any mood. So. Those are the albums I tend to gravitate to. I was smiling a little bit earlier because, like,
0: when you were saying, like, uh, you know, he may have changed up names. So I was like, oh, man, that's like a movie. Like, when you start watching, it's like this, this is based off real events or true events. And some names and uh, situations may have been changed to protect her It may be left off. Yeah, <laughs> That's kind of how I was like, oh, OK, so you got to get that disclaimer. But OK, yeah, 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 I could definitely see that. And, and I definitely give it a listen, man, and uh, go through it. Is is that it besides the. I forgot one last thing.
1: One last thing, Press. One last thing. Also, he got one with my man, and he's still in my top 10 for personal project of the year, Tyler Creator, called Big Persona on there. So. Yo, he got some good features on here, man. He won me over. He got some of my favorites. Man, you I'm, know, I'm, I'm, I'm I will here. say so, something I
0: mean, off that Tyler, the creator, man. That I, that wave came in big right off that uh, J. Cole. Like he came in. It was just like all this album of the year. And people I talked to and like it, it just slowly like kind of doing it. Like they ain't really said, hey, go back and listen at this or, or you know, like. Is that the quality of the other music that it came out afterwards? But hey, I, I'm, I'm hyping that up because at the end of the year, we're getting, we getting the end of October right now. We got another two months and we got to make these end of the year top 10 lists and, uh, uh that we usually do. So where is that going to fall? I'm, I'm, I'm curious where that's going to fall in people's lists because I know there's two people on here who is at the halfway point
1: album of the year top. Where did it fall? Where did it go to? Yeah, so the, <laughs> theoretically, it can't fall fall way off. You can't get you can't get caught up in the the recency bias, you know, and being a prisoner of the moment with some of these projects. Because if it still don't make you feel like how you how you felt when you listened to the Tyler or any other album, how could it bump bump it out out the way? You know what I'm saying? Then you really got to listen to it with feeling and critical and critical analysis at that point. And then you go with what you rock with with the most it's, it's that simple you know what i'm saying everybody can't be in the top 10 if they would you know then you know we just be handing out everybody top 10s but the reason why we make lists is to be definitive and steadfast in our opinions and i'll say right now as of right now in my in my list tyler's still in there all right cash so I think you left off one, man.
0: Like you, you, you put me on to so much music this year. You forgetting about the own people that you put me on
1: to like uh, payroll. Pay, yeah. Payroll, man. <laughs> Yo, he remind me of, uh, damn. What's that? BF, the Pac-Man. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if, I don't, I don't remember this cat's name, but they both from Detroit, man. And like, they just got a funny ass. He's not funny, but I just think how he approaches the music. You know what I mean? It, it's kind of hilarious or whatever, but also like so so damn real. You know what I mean? I yeah, I, Giovanni's way, man. Look, have you listened to it? Almost like an alter ego
0: type little thing. Yeah, yeah, I listened to it. It's, uh, Giov- Giovanni's Way is it, its name of the album, right? And uh, like you saying, like it may be kind of like where he put on two different personas, like because like he has a little skit on there with his daughter, like riding in the car, and the mom, and mom saying, "You know, that's your dad, right?" And she's like, "No, put on payroll." <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I can I can I can kind of see what you're saying. Like it may seem that way, like that he puts on. You know, that aggressive or I ain't going to say aggressive because uh, it's not aggressive rap. But I mean, the, just that different persona, you know, yeah, what it's I mean? just
1: like it's player talk, man. Like that's that's kind of that's really where I see it as. It's just it's player talk and he's just spitting the game. You know what I mean? As he see it. And again, another cat that's telling his real life story in a unique way. And, and I like it. Um, You know, I like him to like a, another Detroit rapper, Danny Brown, like, you know, in and out of the beats just all over it's kind of seemed like all over the place but somehow it balances itself out <laughs> at the end of the day and i don't know how to explain it you know what i mean like he the beats he was picking on here you know what i mean uh hustle the music 4. There, there's a lot of flips he did on here man huddle with the bosses with cash doll was another flip that he did that i like and then there's other ones on here man like so he got some great great features on here but i honestly was entertained Throughout the whole album, the whole album, I, I'm rocking with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. This was one of those songs that I put on, and, and I can mess with the like, like it's. Don't take it out. Don't take it out. Don't 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 switch up. Don't don't skip no songs. This is one that that plays all the way through. Uh, it, it goes no matter the situation I'm I'm, I'm in. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's, it's good riding music. Good listening music. Good, good no matter whatever the environment is. You know what I mean. So. Uh, I I I was really liking this album and it's one that stays it was easier for me to pass up on other albums that came out because these, the ones that we we're talking about, was the ones that had like no skips involved in it. It was a great body of work. I mean, people talk about it like, hey, stuff is going downhill, but like these albums that I caught these past couple of weeks have been just solid listens. You know what I mean, and it, it's it kind of seems like they're gonna be the ones that kind of stand the test of time. They ain't the no thing in the mainstream. They ain't the one that's just like jumping out there. But you go listen at the albums,
1: man. It's it's stuff that keep you engaged. Yeah, like you said, like it's, it's songs like Ups and Downs, Drug Stories. It, it again, man. Like it's it brings you into a kind of sense of a realism. Of the song in which, like, you, you laugh about his losses, but you also, like, well, shit happens. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be a drug dealer to kind of be in that in that same vein. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just understand this guy, man. You know what I mean? And he's, he's a good artist because I haven't seen him really, really get that push in terms of just being heard on a lot of people's other songs, you know, as far as features and stuff like that. But... I got to believe like if he gets the right mm-hmm. feature from the right person on the right album, he's going to stand out. Like he's one of those guys that's like possibly a feature away from everybody being a household name just because he's able to
0: mm-hmm. tell
1: those stories. So such in a unique way, you know what I mean? So Giovanni's way and playing up and paying up this, this is not larger than life drug dealer or, or, or Italian persona. But it's just, it just seems like his transition from the streets to the music is, You he's at the cusp of that, of completely giving up the streets, it seems like, on this project, based on some of the songs on here. And I like where this, this guy is heading.
0: Okay. And then continue on the songs on the albums that we uh, both liked and going towards. Uh, so let's talk about uh, the Luke Goldmouth. Man. So this this album's been out a couple of weeks now, so we done had like numerous listens to this, and I don't know about you, it has been at the top of my like go to listens on uh, these past three weeks. Uh, I I go through the other stuff when I need some switch up and all this, but it's one I'm coming back to uh, continuously. We're gonna talk about the album, like it was executive produced by Big Rapper Pooh and then sequenced by uh, Fun. Uh, so little brother is heavily influenced on this. And I think that goes a lot with his, uh, his, where he's from, you know what I mean? Uh, North Carolina and everything. So, and then intertwined with Dreamville as well, which is J Cole, North Carolina again, and, uh, giving homage and and showing the proper respect to the people who was like out there doing it way before any of them ever blew up. But I'm pretty sure it was like household names to them, but not probably not so to everybody else. But I mean, they know, what their music stands for and uh how it, some of the songs and the, the albums that they're listening to uh, that people are listening to are theirs are still like in circulation. So it, it, you may not pop at the moment, but it's going to be one of those things that just like stick with people. And that's kind of how this album like felt like to me, it was like life stories, real life, going through struggles, ups and downs, relationships, friendships, everything, you know, is, is up in there. So, uh, We'll get on, I get on some of the standout tracks after I let you get your piece in,
1: yeah. So, as for me, Prez, like I've, I've been waiting for this project for quite a long time, and it was ever since I heard GED, those it was one of those songs to where I was like, he's doing mm-hmm. something different with the flow. And I, I've been a fan of his since he started to drop uh, other projects, and and I think. You know, it's like one of them times where you know where your your favorite one of your favorite labels drops an artist and you are like, oh shit, I see where why they got this guy and he has potential. You know, so he dropped the project a few years ago and it didn't get much traction, but it was good nevertheless. And those are the type of guys I like to pay attention to moving forward. Let me see what's next for these guys. Let me see what they're gonna do, especially being on a label. Like a Dreamville. Because if you don't come with it, then you're gonna be you're gonna be behind. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got Kaz, Bass, uh, you got Earth Gang, J. I. D. You know, that's that's a tough mm-hmm. that's a tough roster to- I I akin them like when you say
0: that roster, like I akin them to like T D E on the East Coast though. Like that's how kind of how they is. Like everybody has a different type of style up in there, but they kind of blend together and they're they uh they can all stand on their own. If they was uh on another label, they would be probably the biggest artist pushed on those labels. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and but you know the, the the thing is yes and no, I agree with you. I say yes because they rap really well. I say no because of how they rap, if that makes sense. There's not a whole lot of shenanigans. Yeah, uh, so so that was gonna be my thing. It's the, the the reason you
0: keep with Dreamville is cause you get to keep your creativity. You don't let uh the, the record label kinda influence too much of right. your style. And I think that's 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 why they stay on to Dreamville and why they still can excel. And it's give and take, you know, it's kind of why they're going to stay very relevant in our, the, the, the pure hip hop circles and stuff like this, but may kind of fall out of favor in and out, depending on the song with the mainstream. Yeah, for,
1: for sure. And I definitely could, that's what exactly what I, what I meant by that is guys like Luke are rapping their truth for an entire album and not deviating from it. And if they do deviate it, from a certain sound in any sense of the, you know, the thought, it's still really good. It's still really good. Like he has songs with little brother. He has songs on here with J.I.D. and Saba that don't, that don't exactly sound like anything that he typically does, but I, I like the different moves. I think I like the different, like even the one with BJ Chicago kid, uh, that one is called changes. I like that one a lot, mm-hmm. man. You know, I like how he switched mm-hmm. it up on there and, and BJ, sung his ass off on that hook and he nailed it he nailed it and you got west side boogie on here like it's a lot of good features yeah. a lot of you could tell awesome. like these guys actually rock with each other and you could tell like everybody gave put their best foot forward with their verse or their feature you know so that it, it just felt like a tightly this this loop project feels like a tightly knit group knowing his sound uh, a artist arriving at feeling comfortable with what they want to portray to our audience so when you when you think about those two and everything perfectly aligning he talks about his struggles with just pretty much trying to find himself throughout this entire project and recording process and life and the recording process and it's just dope to finally see that it, it came together you know so I, this is a project that i would tell you guys go check out it's called gold mouth I mean, press. What what some of the songs that you you like off this joint, man? Because I, I can I can say the whole album, and that would be like uh, a, a really boring. Just keeping podcast. with
0: the, I think one of the best tracks on there for me. The the the. Best track on that for me is like myself, and I think it starts off with what you was just speaking on. I think he says like, uh, "I'm not an introvert. I just really don't fuck with it. you." <laughs> yeah. Know what I mean? So <laughs> that that, that kind of says it like like plain and clear. Like, and but the, the process of building this uh, this album, I think it was a two year process, and uh, like I was reading about it, and it was like a two year process. And Big Rap Pooh was like uh, like trying to make sure he had that unique sound. And then if you're talking about Fonte sequels in it, they they probably threw out some stuff that. that that probably just did not fit Mm -hmm. into the vibe and I think that's what like it's a very engaging like uh, album to me and it's gonna set for his debut, I'm pretty sure this is his debut, right? I yeah, think this is yeah, you would call album. this his
1: debut album for He's sure. Got no other ones. Yeah, this is debut album. That first project was yeah. just something to put out there. Yeah, yeah. So I mean,
0: I know he was on. Yeah, he was he was on the the other project, and I think the biggest one record I think that can say to it was like Under the Sun. Him and that person yeah. on that, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, on the compilation album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that. The myself I really liked. I liked the uh, the eye for an eye with featuring Kaz, love Cause verse on that by the way. Uh, and then overnight, I think that was like on the later uh, part of the album. If it wasn't the last song on that, I gotta gotta fucking look. But then, but the rest of the album, you know, I'm, I can name a bunch of songs that I, like. If I go through it, it's going to be practically named the whole album 100 GED, uh, myself, be okay, uh, changes, ghetto love, featuring Ari, Ari Lennox. Love the line that he kind of threw back in, uh, on from Kanye's, you know, where he said, uh, go half on the baby, uh, call yeah, it a yeah, Lexus, yeah. like he kind of tied that back in. He but I like hit can't afford the Mercedes, but we can go half on the yeah, baby, God. call it a Lexus. But I, I, I like that whole little line on there, and then, uh. Amen featuring Lil Brother, Bird Song, which uh, that was like the one with J.I.D. and everybody on there. Flossing with West Side Boogie, Life. Hey, yeah, it was yeah, Good album. Great album. Come on. All <laughs> these songs the I'm on here. Like, he said he wasn't going to do it. Solid, they did it anyway. Did a solid list. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Like uh, this, this, this is up there for me as far as like, albums, like just going through and just like I said, the different things that he talk about and go through uh, on, on this album, man, it, it's, it's, it's relatable. I got to know,
1: press. does it invade your top 10? Does it invade your top 10? Come on with it. It's, don't don't it's, study, it's long, study wrong. It's,
0: it's, it's creeping up there. It's, it's creeping up there.
1: We'll, we'll, we'll see where, where it comes
0: out at the end of the year. But I mean, it's, it's a strong album. Like I, it's a very strong album in my opinion. Yeah.
1: Yeah, same same here. I I don't yeah. know how, based on what I like at my core, based on what I champion as far as hip hop. This is why we doing the sub genres.
0: This is why we we doing, doing the, the sub genres, genre, man. man. I know we're gonna have a trap music. Yeah, I go back and
1: forth with the sub genres because this this is this is not give everybody gets a trophy. I go back and forth with whether we should do it because it feels like everybody gets a trophy. When the top 10 is basically what the fuck we like. You got to acknowledge it. You know, it, it, it's what we like.
0: Yeah, see, it's too, it's it's opinion. It's opinion based. And then, like I said, what if somebody is heavy trap music? We,
1: then I guess this ain't for them.
0: And we ain't got no trap music in the top. It, I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it just goes, on I like, get what trap music does, like, I get but, what like you're it saying.
1: does invade what we like, though. Like, if if somebody makes a fire-ass trap album, it's undeniable it is undeniable same same way guys like Luke yeah true guys can make these type of albums and if it has that type of impact on us then it is what it is like it it bumps something else out because that other thing isn't how I'm feeling 85% of the time or you know what I mean or whatever I'm gravitating towards I'm going to gravitate towards that versus um some trap shit that just has a bunch of good beats but no substance behind it but We'll see, man. We'll see. You know, I, I just
0: But it's it's but we talk we talk about
1: those vibes and how
0: everything feels on a day-to-day basis, man. And I can tell you when you're down south and the weather don't ever kinda change up a little bit, you're a little bit more into that upbeat. You ain't gotta have that little grimy, I'm in the house contemplating type rap that you get up north you know what I mean so that is why you're gonna have the people you know and and different like so so different on music when you talk about the different regions so uh, I I get what you're saying but if we lean too heavy on one portion it may be like yeah I I appreciate that type of music but is it what I'm listening to all the time "Mm, probably not but I can And that's, that's, that's the, that's the battle I have with, you know what I mean? It's just, sometimes it's just, and not giving credit to why I'm liking that. You know what I mean? Not, not really with the complete explanation. If I got to throw them all into like one bag, it's kind of, it's rough. Yeah, man. So yeah, that's, that's where I am on uh, the loop, man. So. Yeah, I think it may be cracking into that top ten, but we still got a good little portion of the year. Somebody can come in the fourth quarter and like totally kick it out. Man, I don't even must know. I have just been keeping notes on my list, man. I don't know about you. It's gonna be roundabout December time frame. That's when I go back for all the re listens and Gotta I properly sleep in But is it is it did I mark it down and throw it down? Yes, it's definitely on there. It's in contention. I, yo, I'm
1: starting early. I I ain't doing I ain't waiting till the last minute now. I got to I got to I got to be prepared with all all my shit. I I can't wait till the last minute cuz there's way too many albums, way too many joints that are on the uh the cusp of being in my top 10. It's some that have fallen out that I thought were in my top 10. I mean, you got Benny and Conway. Yeah. You f-
0: Tyler, Tyler, the, Creator, the Creator
1: did not fall out of my top 10. But nice try. Um. yeah <laughs> so it's like a few joints that, that just haven't fallen out of my top 10 but a few have so it's just kind of balancing that out and just really going back to listen to get that feeling because some of these albums I don't listen to often enough you know what I mean as new music comes out as we do interviews so it kind of gets to the point where you like I don't want to be the recency bias I want people to remember oh that album is fire and this is why you know what I mean so but the ones that that just sit with me through all of the noise, those are the ones that are going to make my top 10. So and I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to put something in there just because it's a name and I didn't really feel it. I don't have no attachment to it.
0: No, I'm definitely going to remind you of all the hype movements, albums that you was pushing up there this year. And you know, just buying into it and not really giving the honest opinion. You do the same about thing. It. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you do, you, you the kinda same do that. Thing. No, I don't. You no, do I the don't, same. Thing. You was with your Kanye, and Kanye was the Kanye album was. It's great music. Uh, it's the I don't care if it's gospel. Still it's,
1: don't. It's Dunder, still don't. Dunder, still a really Dunder. good, really strong album. <laughs> still a really strong album. I still like it. The Drake is growing on me as <laughs> oh, well. Man. Um, but again, that's that's why we listen to music, right? Over time, shit gets better. You know, your opinion in the first two weeks.
0: But some stuff
1: should just sound good the minute it comes out. That's the stuff that's no, undeniable. I disagree. And
0: that wasn't, though, that wasn't no Kanye I West dis- for I you. That was disagree. what we're about to talk about next the Wale. Before
1: we get to the Wale, let me just say this. <laughs> when you were younger, and you only had, uh, not even had enough money. When you you just started buying albums on your own, two two albums came out, you purchased it, put it in your CD player. You gave that shit more than a week before you tossed it and went back to something else. You know what I mean? Before you went back to a mixtape. It's the same thing with these projects. You got to give it time. Stuff may dwindle down after you first listen to it. Some stuff may bubble up. And you just never know. You just never know. It can go both ways. So... At the end of the year, this is what this top 10 is for. You reflect and you come back to the table and some shit gets omitted. I never said Kanye was gonna be in my top 10 ever. You can you can't you can't find that on record. I just liked it. I just liked it. <laughs> and it's gonna be a lot of joints like that where I, I like it, but it don't make my top 10. You know, like I said, Conway and Benny the Butcher are prime examples. Both were in my top 10 last year. Right now, they on a the verge of not being in it, just based on what I got on my list right now. All
0: right. So, Cash, Wale, Florin, too. And we're getting it all All the ones that's at the top, man. they coming out this year. I think Kendrick is like the only one that we kind of missing at this point, man. Wale coming out. Uh, even if people don't consider him that top tier, he's on that budging top, top tier where everybody say, like, yeah, he's kind of, maybe a good, another good project or put him up in there. But, and somebody like me, I mean, it's well documented. I I, I like Wale, I like all his albums. I don't think he put out a bad album yet. Uh, it, and even most of his mixtapes, I, I, I really, really like a especially 1111, 11. I, I love that one. Uh, so, but it's others that we can name as well too, but was happy that he came and dropped this album. Uh, I'm glad that we got it. When we got it before the end of the year, in the midst of the, the people that he goes with, uh, it's coincidence, him and J. Cole, uh, you know, they're, they're always uh, super familiar with each other and always like, you know, kind of feel like it's a challenge or a push from both of them on, on all the time to up their craft a little bit. You know, you always feel like that. And they always have a feature or two. Uh, between them two Uh, so him dropping in the same year as J. Cole it feels right Uh, but Wale for Lauren too what's your initial thoughts on this album?
1: phenomenal (laughs) great Wale in every sense of the word staying true to who he is despite how people feel about him how he feels about how people feel about him the media you know the cover with the flowers on there. Giving himself his own flowers. This project is pretty fucking dope, man. It, it, it's pretty dope. And I... Like, honestly, bro. Like, this... I, I gotta get a, get myself good on here. Yeah. Honestly. This, this is moving up there pretty high. Like, he got the joints on there that's super poetic. And he got the joints on there that got the bops. Like, I don't know what he didn't do in terms of flavor and it gives you that that old mixtape feel which is nothing's wrong with that nothing's wrong with that doing what the fuck you want how you want to do it rapping over drumless beats then all of a sudden the shit comes in and then it slaps cutting shit down to a minute and a half off the favorite songs that we like off the project like there's no boundaries with this project whatever you want to call it album project whatever you want to call it this was an album full of no boundaries which I feel like Wally did does his best at. You know what I mean? And and it's time to like really talk about this guy despite how you feel about him, how he reacts on. This is how you come back to critics, social media, to anything because again, like we we said a couple of weeks ago this dude don't have no bad project. You know. So I don't get where the hate come from. The hate comes from his personality, but fuck, he he does a damn good job of backing it up when he gets on on the mic and delivering material. So you hard-pressed to find another rapper in his era that, that came out with a better body of work.
0: I, I would definitely have to agree. That, that's what I got to say about Forlorn, too. I, I would definitely have to agree. And yeah, now you got me thinking like Forlorn was kind of like a mixtape, but EP kind of little deal. It wasn't it wasn't necessarily considered the albums, his studio album. So is this considered a studio album? Does he must care? Who knows? It's, it's, it's great music that he's putting out for, uh, Overall, yeah, that's 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 the thing, and yeah, the the album cover, the giving itself the flowers or the flowers there. I think it's still like him touching on his uh, uh, like one of the things that I think that he does well and what we talked about standing on was just like intertwining it in with all the relationship and stuff like this, and like it's a good listen <laughs> when you're around your woman as well too. You know what I mean? So like it's it's not that's 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 what he lives in. I think he makes his best music at and not shine away from it uh should be the approach. So uh and this other thing that he does well, man, is uh, the sports in the shoes, the sneaker talk when he throws them in there too. I think he like owns those spaces as well, too. So man, he 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 gave us plenty of those starting off with on this album, what the new balances, you know what I mean? Uh intertwining that that word play into there, once again, shoes that he's kind of throwing in. And then uh, he had another one on here What Tiffany Nike's, you know what I mean? So I like that one too, Tiffany, Tiffany, you know what I
1: mean? Uh, Yeah. Those are two of my favorite joints off the album, Tiffany Nike's in particular because the shit he mentions it, you know, a decade or better with how many bops? (laughs) Like, he just, it's just the flow that switches up and changes and going from riding the beat to talking that shit like again you said earlier in the pod where i like motherfuckers with the slick talk that have certain cadences and certain rhyme styles to where it's like you know when when you be a rapper like you're one of the cool guys one of the cool kids you know what i'm saying like to to be a rapper is to be you know upper echelon in, in terms of whatever it, it is in, in rap circles, right? I'm probably not explaining it well, but I think I know where I'm going with this. You know what I mean? Uh, think about when you were younger and rappers were like your, 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 your rap superheroes, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? With certain things they were talking about. When a song like Tiffany Nike's come on to a cat that's super younger, I was talking to my brother about it. Like, yo, he hit me about Tiffany Nike's before. And my brother's 14 years younger than me. He hit me about Tiffany Nike's way before, talking about, yo, you heard why they talking about the Tiffany Nikes now? I was like, what? Shit's been out for a minute. Like, that style of shoe, like, it'd be just that, that crazy how him talking about sneaker culture and wrestling, which really isn't prevalent on this project, but just to bring the point home, is that he's connecting a lot of the dots with sneaker culture, with wrestling, and all of those things are him. He was doing that first. So, a lot of the project, you could hear him talking about him being the first to do shit, to dress a certain way, and now other people that's doing it, Griselda, <coughs> <for> um, <laughs> you know they're they're doing that. And uh, no, I'm just yeah, being just, being I'm honest. just keeping just it a honest, buck yeah. like they're they. I'm just being honest. Like when I seen it, I was like, this these guys aren't the first ones. Yeah, these are these aren't the first guys to do that. You know what I'm saying? So from that standpoint, I really 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 rock with it because Wale is such a dominant personality. You know, and to do it in a way that really makes you be like, I'm proud of this dude, man. Like, I didn't hear a whole lot of shit talking on this project. I didn't hear a whole lot of build up in terms of what this project was going to be. He doesn't have an interview out, you know, because he mentions on a project that he really doesn't like doing the interviews and all that. And that and that's cool because he's at a point to me in his career and at a space where he don't need to do the, the cookie cutter breakfast clubs. He doesn't need to do the interviews that the typical places where you see people go. He just needs to go out, do the good music, perform it, reach the people. And that should be where he finds solace in his craft, solace in what people feel about his music. And when he does that, he performs well. Like you ain't hear about Wale outside of the music this entire time before the project. And that's how I would like that he keeps it, keep performing, keep putting out a quality body of work. The ones keep being poetic and talking about the ladies, like I like that shit. Like I I, I need those type of songs because it's not a for for what people say about Pres about Drake being corny and and how he he does the lady records and shit like that. I don't ever get that from a Wale. Like you don't get that from hearing that from people. Like his his shit be real life stories that a lot of dudes can relate to, and it be real honesty. It don't be over the top shit. It just be real honesty, and I think that's where where I was just like blown away with this project, man. Like in particular, in particular, dearly beloved with Jamie Foxx, man, man, descent the sample off he the sample it off the show was fire. You know where he was singing the fancy on one of the one of the episodes. So that was fire. Then he came right back with the next track. And I have to look it up. But More the love. Ne- next that's track. A, on that's my favorite one. With, uh,
0: <laughs> yes, I already man. knew what you're talking like, about. Cause like that that, fir- that
1: verse yeah. that verse. So to tell me how you feel about that verse. Because was like that
0: whole song it's like a battle with like, life right. and music and then it's a battle with uh The music quality versus uh, media uh, criticism that he gets for not not being uh you know oh he's just on the verge or you know or he he don't do enough and like he's tired of like it kind of it seems like but i know he's gonna keep talking about it because it's been going on for a couple years you know but the whole complex thing the the things he done had with label mates the meek and stuff like this uh the the self-doubt that he has in himself sometimes that have to have j cole come out just like bro you put out great music just enjoy the fans that you got like that 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 little battle with him like that little struggle it's it's those same internal struggles that you have on your daily job or you know am i doing the best i can do or am i doing the best on this on
1: what we (laughs) on this endeavor right (laughs) yeah yeah
0: so uh i kind of i I just i just relate to that song a lot like so uh yeah that's the reason it was kind of just like stand out to me and yeah it's, it's it's my favorite track by far on this album but uh i pretty much love this whole album Minus one song, the jump in, jump in. I just wasn't feeling. I don't feel. I'd it, it, already created me a playlist and just took that song completely out of it. It's not getting played no more. I don't remember <laughs> it. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I just didn't feel like I didn't like the vibe of that song. And yeah, feel like I, it fit I, in with obviously,
1: it probably didn't make.
0: So that would be the only criticism. Yeah, I Yeah, it, it
1: didn't make my final playlist. Yeah, yeah, I probably think. Yo, how do you feel about before we get to some of the features on this project cuz I want to kind of dive a little, little deeper into it with with songs when we when we <laughs> talk about them. How do you feel like the poke it out, the Rick Ross feature, Angels featuring Chris Brown, like some of the songs that we heard prior to the the project dropping. How do you feel like they fit in the so, album and do you like them more As
0: I'm listening to it I can hear you and uh Iggy in my head especially like when I got to the Harry Fraud produced song Down South and, like, how y'all were just feeling, like, the the, the thing that y'all said, just just sampling those beats and, like, not giving them proper credit. But uh, I still like the flip on them, and I like what he's doing with it. I get your argument, especially when Kill was on here, and he gave the argument, like, you should get, go back and grab those original R's and let see what they can do to add to it, too. But, I mean... I, I like the polka dot song. I like the uh the down south that Harry Fry produced. So <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Am I a damn hypocrite? Probably so, man. But it, it, it's it's good. It's good. I can I can block that out and just enjoy
1: the music. I'm okay. I'm okay with those songs in the in the in the midst of the project. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with them. Like that that's what I I'll, I'll say. You know what I mean? Like I, again, I still they not my go to's, you know, but if I'm listening to it and I'm rolling around doing my thing, uh, you know, got Got some folks in the car, typically my lady. You know, I, I let it rock out. That, that's for her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Angels, that's for her to, to rock to. You know, so I don't have to love it, but it's ne- not necessarily a whack song. It's just not something, a flip that I'm like, oh, you heard what he did with that flip? You yeah. know what I mean? Like I want to be able to say that sometimes when I'm listening to the project, when guys do, do flip the, the songs, but sometimes they're not really flipping them. You know, and they'd be like, all right, cool. I mean, this was one of the songs that we liked and we rocked with coming up, but this this ain't it. And then the guys that he had on it, I mean, like he had my guy Max O'Cream on him. Yeah, right? Max O'Cream, Yellow Beezy. Yeah. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I just didn't, I wasn't feeling they verses at all. Like, <laughs> I just wasn't feeling their features, but I did my guys, especially Max O'Cream, but I just feel like sometimes, you know, dudes don't deliver on the verses, and it is what it is. There's no, it's no knock on their rapping ability or whatever. But like, everything ain't for everybody when it comes to getting on that remix, and, and, and smashing it and bringing it home. Some some guys do it. Like, look at look at Wale with no hands. I before I heard Wale on no hands years ago, I couldn't even imagine him on no hands and crushing it like yeah. he did. But he did. Sometimes you show up. For the game, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and you show out, and, and sometimes some dudes don't. J. Cole, perfect example. On poke it out, he killed it on poke it out. Verse wise, let's put aside the song. How my how I feel yeah, about the song. I thought he did too. J. Cole killed that feature. So that's that's the yin and the yang to it. That's that's my struggle, you know, with with, with the with the flips or lack thereof, <laughs> the updated song, I guess. Yeah, I don't want to call it no flip. <laughs> but yeah. Fire Project, man, I, I can I can guarantee you this is going to be man. in rotation for quite some time. And who knows? It might even make my top 10. Who knows?
0: Let's talk about the features that's uh that's not on the album that we got caught wind of <laughs> earlier this week. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, my man apparently Freddie Gibbs, man. He has how do you a feel feature? about Freddie
1: coming in, raining on a parade? He's
0: supposed to have a feature with Freddie Gibbs. It didn't show up on the album. Wiley is saying this because of it didn't get cleared. <laughs> Gibbs is kind of making a joke about it, giving him the promotion, which was a solid ass promotion. If you see his Instagram video, I thought that was pretty good. And then versus the, uh, <laughs> and then promoting his album that's supposed to be coming out soon. Hey, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. So, what did you think of that whole uh, fiasco that was going back and forth? Because I think Wiley came out with some clear cut, like uh, a tweet or something like later, just saying like, "Nah, this is what
1: happened." Like y'all get Gibbs joking. Yeah, and that's, that's what I got from it. I literally, I laughed my ass off, regardless of whether it Gibbs it was serious and dead ass and not joking, but like the video was hilarious. He was, what, he was being fed grapes or some shit like that? <laughs> yeah, by the two By, women. by some yeah. women and shit like that. It, yo, man, whenever he comes out, he needs his own show, like Dave or something yeah. like that. Like, I think he would be. Fucking yeah. genius in that type of shit, man. Like he's just a, a character, but yeah, I thought it was just funny, man. And I would have loved to to hear him on on something with Wale, man, because it, it probably would have been dope. But who knows, man? If they drop that joint project, I did see that in Wale's tweet now. So I that They got. A, they got. I want to gloss over. I don't want to gloss over that.
0: They have
1: right. You said so they have a
0: collab coming they do out. do that.
1: Yeah. yeah, he said he wants uh He Mark Ronson wants them to drop a joint project okay. together that's what Wale said in the tweet in response to his video. Okay. Okay. Apparently they got something in well, the works. I, yeah,
0: I definitely oh, I'm here for that.
1: Yeah, yeah, the two two of my two of my favorite guys of right now and just as far as legacy, you know what I mean? Gibbs is only getting better and and Wale just dropped to me back-to-back projects like again. This it's hard to do, man. Like I don't Probably outside of the, is one. What's that one album with the pink cover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I mean, ain't. Anyway, I would say, what's the album with the moon shit? You was like, you drawing a blank. You supposed to be not, Wiley <laughs> number one fan in here. I'm Hell not yeah. gonna let
0: you try to embarrass me like you put me <laughs> up on here, man. Uh, man. So it was one other album that I that I got deep into like this over the past three weeks. Uh, let me go ahead and speak on that. That was uh the Gucci Man presents the the new. Uh, 1017 crew and it was like the so icy boys the uh, trap music essential to me like <laughs> i pop this on like anytime i need that upbeat sound or that uh workout type music or you know going into the weekend and just riding around music cuz like hey we i'm down here back down south and everything windows down you want something that's going to like kind of like knock a little bit so That right there, man, that trap music is going pretty hard on that album. And the new people that he put out there, uh, what was the name? Big Walk Dog, I think that dude is from uh, Mississippi. And he's coming on. Then you had Big Fizzle. Who oh, I'm looking at, he's from Arkansas. He mentions a couple times on there, and then I, I think the popping song, the the initial, the the song on the the first song on the album, that Gucci Man going to man, like how he keep going back in that bag. And He was like, "Hey, uh, we ain't twins. Uh, don't don't be calling me twin. You know how some people are calling people twins and stuff nowadays. And he's like, "Don't call me twin because uh, <laughs> you ain't never killed a man." <laughs>
1: Hey, <laughs> it ain't funny, but yeah, I, it ain't it's funny, funny. But I'm just—it's it, not, it's funny, not funny at all. Yeah, like, but let yeah. me get that. It's get not funny, saying. but
0: I mean, just like how he keeps throwing that back, and and I just look back because like we just watched that Versus You know what I mean? That Versus and like he's still throwing that mm-hmm. that dirt, and it's just like man, how in the world did I still don't know how Jeezy. Did it? It can get past it because he don't he don't let it go.
1: Yeah, man, I I listen to it as well, Prez, and I'm like, man, like that shit got me through all. It still get me through gym routines. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's it's just good, man. Like like you said, what's his
0: name? Big Walk Dog. Big Walk Dog. I'm really liking Big Walk Dog. Like he was a standout on that for me. But then Big Fizzle yeah. as well. Same and uh same tracks on that. I liked it. Was uh popping, Snow Cone, Trap Life, Trap Mania, Rolling Loud. Whole lot of ice with that was the one with Lil Baby and Pooh Shy Still on there, and then Trap God featuring and held his own. Yeah. Held his yeah. own on that. Trap God featuring Gucci. That was one with Gucci or heavy uh, on there and Free Smoke Mo Money on God. It was a lot of songs on here, man. Like this is <laughs> when you, when you put these on, sometimes like they can be kind of hit or miss. But like this one, uh, I know it may have came from other projects and he kind of just like throwing it all together on the compilation album. But man, I hey, thank you for it. It's it's it it, it goes all the way through to
1: me. yeah. This is A and R Gucci in his bag, man. Mm-hmm. This is what he don't get. He gets credit for oh, man. it, people that know who he's put on and come through his 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 academy or, or whatever you want to call it. They know. You know, those that know, know. But this is him, like, really, really, I, I think if he does the right thing with these guys and not necessarily just give them a, 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 just a helping hand to move forward in their career without him, but, like, really pursue some of these guys, I think he has something going with his ear. You know what I mean? Like he he's giving up a lot of fucking dope artists in, in terms of just letting them out contracts and and not really following through. You know, due to like a lot of things, legal issues and stuff like that. But like these these guys are really fucking good to be guys that are relatively unknown outside. You know, to, to guys like us. Like this is my first time hearing Big Scar. This is my first time hearing Big Walk Dog, and they sound really good. They sound like. Some trap shit that I would gravitate to automatically. Yep. I like I like when cats are raw. I like him. This is them at their rawest point, probably. And they're so ever what gonna I'm be gonna
0: jump out right as here, they cash, progress we'll in music. I don't give Gucci his proper credit. I know Ti saying like he coined the term. I know Jeezy uh, had it for a moment, but like longevity and what I'm gonna see it as, Gucci is like. Like there, man. Like he this is his own. I mean, you gotta think of what he gave us or uh, walk a fuck of fame at a time, you know, and now like <laughs> he's continuing it and still doing it at a great level where you like, man, this this good ass song, man. <laughs> it still got you saying that, right? And uh I like him being the gatekeeper as per se as you saying, like kind of for who who's next on and who who's coming up and like it works.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely does. So yeah, yeah. Check, check this out, man. This is uh so icy boys. He got a deluxe version out at this point. So I'm glad he gave us a little bit more. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, I'm truly rocking with it, man. So this is one of the ones where you mentioned it to me. And typically, you know, you, you ain't really mentioning a whole lot if you don't like it. So when you mentioned it, you say, yo, this shit was good. It got me through my workout. I'm like, "Eh, great. I need something to work out to because I, you know, I can't. My lyrical guys, I love y'all, man, but not all of y'all can. You know, I can't get through a gym routine with just that. I, I'm gonna need some some ignorance. I'm gonna need some 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 shoot 'em up shit. Some I need that. I need that in my life. You know, turn that shit up to ignorant levels and we rock out. Get through the arm arm workout. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you you're doing that that day. And it is what it is. So y'all check that out, man. I think I like this, this Gucci thing a lot more than I'm letting on right now. But, <laughs> you know, we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see what, what happens next with some of these guys that he put out on here. I'm looking forward to whatever they got solo-wise.
0: Yeah, man. I think that's a good wrap-up, man. I think we done gave y'all all the albums. These are the ones that we said, uh, you know, was truly standoutish over the, the past couple weeks, you know, good listens, majority all the way through. So definitely... Go out there, give them a good listen. Let us know if we're wrong, if we're right. Uh, tell us what you think on it. And, uh, man, we'll try not to be as long in between the the releases and, and get out of all our thoughts. And if there's an album out there that you thought should have been on this list that we should give us a listen, shoot us that as well, and we'll, we'll, we'll go back and research it. And, you know, if it's, if it's worth talking about it, we'll talk about it.
1: Absolutely. And I got one last plug. There's an entrepreneur. If there's an audio engineer. If there's a producer. If there's somebody out there in in the space and the typical things that we talk about week to week that's doing their thing. Don't don't hesitate to drop us a line and hit us with a DM or something and and let us know about certain artists and we'll reach out to interview them if their music is fire. So I just want to keep putting that out there. You know, you guys put us on. We put you on sometimes, but it works both ways for us to make this show work. So definitely. Let us know who's who out there. You know, we, we just two old dudes that love hip-hop, but every now and then we do miss some things, so we rely on y'all to put us on. So so let us know who's shaking and who, who's making moves out there, and we'll definitely reach out to, to those individuals.
0: So with that said, man, I think that kind of closed out this episode. Uh, we gave y'all. It was heavily music uh, because we had to play catch up. Uh, we got don't sleep on the Raiders and don't sleep on the Eagles. Uh, make sure you tune in this week because that's our teams versus each other. So we, we're gonna definitely give you a follow up on that. And uh, I'm about to go get ready for this game, Cash. You know, I I want to make sure I catch every minute, take good notes of this
1: ass whooping that y'all about to get from the Raiders. So I've been I've been <laughs> ready. I've been I've been ready. I've been celebrating before the game. Here we go. Got my Nika coffee grain whiskey, Japanese whiskey. I'm just I'm celebrating the win over You you're either celebrating or
0: going ahead and setting yourself up for that for that. You know, you're gonna go ahead and start drinking early because uh you about to be so upset. I think that's nah, what I I
1: got I got my Lombardi trophy over there. You know
0: how I celebrate. <laughs> oh, and they pass it around to you or you got the replica <laughs> over there. See. Hey, hey, keep holding on know to it. y'all you one. Know it,
1: man. One. I was born, I live through it, man, you know. <laughs> You, you go back to the 70s and 60s or whatever, you know, maybe your daddy, maybe your daddy could tell you about how how it felt when he won a championship as as a fan, but you will never know.
0: <laughs> All right, man, with that, man, let's go check out this game and then uh, see you in a few hours when you got to come back on here for that long.
1: Exactly. Episode 131, we out.